Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. First half, I feel like we're the halftime show of the game. Mahomes is up to 224 and three touchdowns. He is 17 for 20. Jared Goff at 172 and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, 100 yards and a touchdown. Those are the big yardage performers so far tonight in a really entertaining game. So much so, I feel like ESPN is broadcasting their first ever Monday night game. 
I feel like Joe Tessitore is doing his first game. Can you believe this? We got 46 points. We're on pace for 92. We're having so much fun. And then you go to Susie Calber. What a great game this is. This is so much fun. I'm like, oh, my God. Ratings are up, everybody. I got to say, you know, you know what's ratings, the best part of it? people are watching. It's okay. Yeah, but people are fired up today. There's so much action. There's no chance for Jason Witten to not say something. Oh, you know, <laughs> there's you, so many. You were all doing great with this game, and you brought up Jason. What you just put put the brakes on, just like. No, I just had to take the uh, you know the shot just, because there's so much action that Tessitore has to keep calling the action. That there's no awkward pauses and breaks and anything else. I forget Mahomes did have a sack fumble. Did give up. Cough I did. Up, cough yep. up Aaron ball. Donald Aaron having Donald a making a big uh, impact on the game as well, and uh, that's where we sit right now as we get set for the third quarter. Chiefs and the Rams. At 23 apiece, got all-star officials officiating this game. I'm kind of upset about that. Why? I think it's a joke what, that what you're you changing up your 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 teams and your referee assignments to say, you know what, this game means more than others. No, screw that. It's a regular season game. Okay. I don't care that what their records are. They should have been on whatever their original assignments were, and that should have been it. Wow. You really, why do other teams you have really, to? No, but if you you're taking the oddest things to get up mad about. No, but why if you're going to take the all, no, this? if you're going to take the all stars here, that means somewhere else, some other teams got screwed because they had the lesser referees. Well, but the lesser as opposed to the luck of the they're draw, gonna, they're going to do games anyway. No, that's fine. One of them should have been the, on this. It's not like before the game if they didn't have the all star refs that Sean McVay would have to turn to the crowd and go, "Hey, anybody's dad here can ref." I'm not saying anybody's that at all. Here Ref, what I, what I'm saying is, you need a referee. They won't let. They won't count the game in no, the standings. Look, just because you're having AYSO problems, does don't bring him in here. We didn't bring enough refs to the tournament. Hey, can, I got can, can no, somebody I, ref this Someone game? just go ref that game over there. Hey, that U12 really needs help. Hey, Jared, can your dad? Your dad's a ref, right? Did he? Can he? Can he, he got certified, right? Why Wait, no, so he didn't mad? pass the concussion training. No, but just the idea <laughs> that you'd have one or two other officials that should have been on this game were assigned somewhere else, okay. and they're All lesser right. referees. Don't so maybe they got a Montreal screw job in another uh, game because those guys sucked. Hey. Sorry, they took me off this Rams game. I don't know all the penalties per I'm se. I'm not like, saying that. I'm is, saying if what we're going to grade defensive out. defensive holding? No, no, no. So but it, to, there are to, grades, are there not? look for that. No. What is hey, that? Hey, there's grades, right? So here's yeah, your best ref. NFL no, referees. it doesn't matter. Just because the guy passed and he's the doctor, <laughs> I, you might not want him operating on me just because he's got a plaque on the wall. Hey, if the ball hits the ground, do I pick it up and give it back to the other official? I don't know. I'm not really super prepared. For this game, I didn't. I, I didn't. See, I didn't see a lot of the film. I was supposed to. I mean, re, what, what, don't you want games, especially games that are on nationally televised games, Monday nights, Sunday night, Thursday nights, because these are the ones where if referee mistakes are made, then suddenly we are really in a bind. No, this I, is I don't want it to be a PR mistakes on other games. No. no, they all count the same. All two fifty six are really glorious, this game, this game doesn't count more. Really. This game doesn't count more. This would be the highest rated NFL game. I in don't a care decade. about ratings in the in moment. In a decade. That's fantastic. This is an Good important game. It's an important game. It's not a playoff game. But it's an important but there's no other there's no playoff games this They're game. not paying me. They're not and they didn't ask you. They're not no, no money is coming I out of I paid to topic. have an opinion here. Why what but why why are you standing on this hill with this topic? It's a very small hill. I literally gave it a minute and a half really, of our time. You That's really not understand. a huge hill. I mean, really, I, I don't I've stood okay. on bigger hills for much bigger things. They, they have the all stud they have. My the calves and quads have been able to climb the mountaintop. We're gonna have Mike Pereira on coming up in twenty minutes. He may only be two glasses of wine into his night, so we may get a good answer from him on what's going on. 
He's going to yell at me. This is the worst. What? This is the most awful thing in the history of sports. He's going to go, I didn't say that. Drinking wine. I didn't say it was the worst thing in sports. I just said I didn't like it. Am I not allowed to express an opinion? You're Stephen A. Smithing this. Like, everything is DEFCON 5. Everything, no matter what it is, everything is You're telling me I sound like Stephen A. Smith? No, it's like he treats everything as the same. There's no difference in stories. You know, the, the Yankees trading Justice Sheffield is the same thing as, you know, this game being twice. How do you trade Justice Sheffield? Because uh, I just looked up his name in a trade for it. And it's the same <laughs> thing as, as something in the NFL. The same thing. I mean, everything is you, you, I mean, you got to realize, okay, they no, have No, no, no. I, I go up and down. The refs. I, I go all over. They have the refs. Just, you know, this was an opportunity to, to get on a soapbox about what I thought was it. Uh, unfair treatment of the other 12 games of this. Not NFL unfair. Slate. Everybody else got paid. Everybody else worked. Hey, Everybody you guys are uh, discussing a lot of the worst things in sports, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah you guys uh, want to hear the absolute worst thing in sports? The absolute worst? Absolutely. He takes the snap from under center, takes a knee. The clock ticks down to zero here at Yankee Stadium. And the Fighting Irish move to 11-0 with a dominating 36-3 win. Oh, you were almost close with your prediction, Jays. Almost. You almost nailed it. Almost. If Eric Dungey Dungey didn't get hurt, we would have won 51-13. That's the story of your life, if. Well, I can't can't bank on even though he gets hurt all the time. If the Jets were good. If. We would have won. We were on pace to win 51-13. If the Knicks could hit baskets. Eric Dungey got hurt. Notre Dame had 10 points. We were set. We were going to go on that run. They would have finished with 13. We would have had 51. But he got hurt. What can I do? Uh-huh. And if I stayed at DEFCON 5 all the time, I would have a million-dollar TV job. Now, when you're talking <laughs> about worse things in sports. Oh, that was pretty bad, yeah. I really was surprised that that was what was played for the worst thing in sports and not this. Tom Moore then at Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator. Oh, this isn't as bad. Here and, oh, then, no. and then Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. I have never seen this before in my life. Watch this. Vince Wilfork is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble the football. This is what Reggie White used to do to people, forklift them, and just lift them off the ground. That's right. Mark Sanchez not expecting it, and it was the The backside of Brandon Brandon Moore Moore. that knocked the ball out. That's a hard one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. That was the last time the Jets were on national TV, right? Uh, That's the the last time the Jets had a scoring play, and it was the other way. Uh, It is going to be six years to the day. Mazel When Mark Sanchez makes his debut for... The Washington Redskins. After Alex Smith's injury a day ago, today the Washington Redskins signed Mark Sanchez to be Colt McCoy's backup for the rest of the season. And still the same thing we saw that we get to see all the time. How does Colin Kaepernick not get signed? Colin Kaepernick's NFL career is over. Okay? It's over. All right? Stop. It's over. It's over. He's suing the league. It's over. Over. Don't give me – he hasn't played the league in three years. You can argue Sanchez was the same. But he hasn't sure. played the league in three years. Is he really worth bringing in not knowing anything about if he can still play? It's Never over, mind Jenny. what's going on on the off the field with his suing the league. It's done. It's done. It, any, you say, oh, Colin Cal- – I mean, really – you're you're just saying you're just saying to say it. How long until is it going to be 2025? You know, I can't believe the Jets didn't bring in Colin Kaepernick to back up Sam Darnold's kid. Uh, really, this is a well. Rough, he is better than really. Darnold. He's not, no. Come on. Oh yeah. He come is. on. Matt Barkley Darn- whooped that ass. Darn- He's trash. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
No, 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 notice nobody said anything about Colin Kaepernick after Matt Bartley played so well. Because oh, Matt Bartley's better. They talked about trash. Colin Kaepernick before he took a snap. He's done. And then when Nathan Peterman had a workout for the, the Lions, there were a number of Colin Kaepernick of course. articles as well. Anytime, and, any news of the quarterback. But what and about you can Colin keep Kaepernick? rolling it too. And let's let's not forget, very quickly in this league, uh, you get churned over. So at this point, when you cite Super Bowl runs and whatever else, Joe Flacco was elite. Yeah. Joe I mean, Flacco doesn't say, have a job. But he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, so did Joe Flacco. So did many other people went to Super Bowls in the last 10 years. You don't see anybody trading. They're not trading for Eli Manning. What about Eli Manning? You don't know. You don't see that either. Because Colin Kaepernick is done. His career is done. Whether you believe it was just or unjust really is irrelevant because his career, his career is over. He was too unreliable. He's suing the league. And that's really it. That's where you're at. And teams didn't know, if I sign this guy, am I going to get a social justice warrior who's going to do great things in the community, or am I going to have to wake up and go, boy, here's a racist tweet from his girlfriend about our owner. That's really what it is with Colin Kaepernick. You don't know. He was too much of a wild card to bring him in. And that's what it is. And now it's done. Now, what do you think? It's done. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm trying to get to it, Frostburg. You guys keep bringing up Syracuse. What about this? He takes the snap from under center, takes the knee. The clock ticks down to zero here at Yankee Stadium. And the Fighting Irish move to 11-0 with a dominating 36-3 win over 13th-ranked Syracuse. Listen, you know, I have not mentioned once how you threw up all over yourself yesterday against the Denver Broncos. What does that have to do with Syracuse? I'm just saying. What, it's got more to do with what I'm going to talk about. It's just about bad a loss. Because it's the NFL, and you're talking about college. Keep us, keep our name out your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, someone's a little sensitive. Why you still wearing all the gear, though. The happiest sports talk radio. Harmon, stop hating on my gear. Because my final four picks are looking really good right now. What did I say was going to be the final four in the NFL Back before the season started, made our official predictions because we don't just pick the Super Bowl, we pick the final four. Yeah, teams. we do, buddy. And I said your NFC championship game was the Saints and the Rams, and your AFC championship game was going to be the Texans and the Steelers. I feel great because there's nobody more accurate than me because outside of local guys in Kansas City, nobody picked the Chiefs. And if you're a local guy in Kansas City, you know, you didn't pick all the other teams I had. So I am feeling pretty good right now that no other national sports talk host has the has the accuracy of what the final four picks could be right now than me. Nobody's more accurate. I love the fact that the wild twists and turns in the NFL season have brought us to this point. Really, I do. Uh, the wildly inconsistent and confusing at times play of the Houston Texans. Doesn't matter. Victory's a victory. Oh, no, they, they're... They've been consistent for the last seven weeks. They were awful the first three. No, no, no. Just because they had wins doesn't mean they were consistent. Doesn't matter. They were still. When they're win- you won mm. seven in a row, you are consistently winning. Sure. Right? You're consistently yes, winning. Yes, you have a streak. That is absolutely winning. true. They, uh, and then you go back and watch the tape and you scratch matter. your head. How did we get here? There are two My columns. My God, how did I get here? There are two columns. There is a win column and there is a loss column. The more wins you have, the better chance you have to make it to the NFL's playoff and to the final four thank you grandpa smith for talking to me like i'm three years old sometimes you understand there's a win column 
and there's a loss column. There's not a trying hard column. Where'd Syracuse end up? There, we are eight and four right now. Just because you look, Northwestern, you guys are four and eight, and you're winning. You know, your half of your division in the in the Big Ten. All right, Let's just stop for a second. Hey, look at us! I didn't bring anything up other than your Syracuse. We're two and nine. And we're 30s. leading our division. <laughs> Dino we Babers for president. Uh, Listen, Dino, uh, look, I'm waiting to find out. Dino Babers, a private plane has brought Dino Babers to Los Angeles to talk to Lynn Swan for the USC head coaching job. That's what I'm waiting for. Ah, you put up three points. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's been a very strange 11 weeks of the National Football League, to be sure. And we, we may say that every year. And last year, it was the year of the injury. Mm-hmm. Here, it's just been mediocrity and a lot of, lot of teams that you anticipated greatness from have stumbled in different parts. Yes, we have some injuries to not necessarily the star players. We had the whole Le'Veon Bell saga mm-hmm. to to wander through, and now we've got this game where uh, points just keep flying up at an alarming rate. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Mark Sanchez is back in the NFL. Yeah, he is, buddy. This is your favorite story of the week. He's back in the butt. guy. The butt fumble is back because the Redskins need a quarterback following Alex Smith's gruesome leg injury from a day ago. He is out for the season. Cole McCoy will take over. Uh, The Redskins were at the top of the NFC East now. It's anybody's guess. Look, McCoy's been decent when he's filled in the past, very confident in his own abilities, but still Alex Smith, kind of had things uh, humming pretty good uh, for the Washington Redskins. And there's so much attention to his injury and how gruesome it was. And Joe Theismann, friend of the show, weighed in saying Alex's leg looks just like mine. 33 years to the day. Five, same final Theismann score. Got hurt. Same, same yard line. So like all of it together so just many, left you uneasy, didn't it? So many coincidences with the Theismann and, and what went on with Alex Smith. But the, the thing is, is that just because you and I are old enough to remember, I remember watching that game on Monday Night Football, and I had never seen anything like no, that, that before. That was uh, something that you, you know, you, well, you know, you, the old you can't you unsee. You see Joe Theismann go down, you don't know, yeah. and you remember Lawrence Taylor standing up, screaming, "Get out here! Get out here! Get out here!" Because he knew, and you're like, "What happened? What could possibly what happened?" And then you see the replay, and you see Theismann's leg just break right in the middle and I go oh my god I've never seen that before and that's all anybody talked about for a week was Joe Theismann in that play it was so disturbing and so graphic and we had never seen that and it's unfortunate but now with the advent of of you know television everywhere and replays everywhere that are more prevalent uh, we've seen many injuries like that and you know to the point where sure you know when they say oh if you're squeamish it's tough I mean we've seen Paul George we've seen any you know anything you know, we've seen Jason Kendall running to first and the bone came out of his yeah. leg, and, and we, we've seen that. We're so desensitized to that now because we've seen it. And it, it really is a, a weird phenomenon to think that, yeah, Joe Theismann, but that was because we saw it the first time. This is one of those, oh, man, Alex Smith, it was awful and awful for him, and, and, and you have prayers from anybody injured like that, but it's just the, the world we're in now. We're, we're desensitized. It's hard to surprise us. With a lot of things. Yeah, it's really just, well, just watch the local news, yeah. right? I mean, here in Southern California, the last couple of weeks, some of the, the shots, I mean, it's not, you know, the injury, uh, but just the devastation uh, and just go all the way through. You get five minutes uh, between weather sports uh, and, you know, Nutty the 
the skiing squirrel, like a local interest story, but the rest of it is bad news after bad news, sometimes with the graphic video or, or photos to go with. Not a lot of positivity, and, and certainly when we have injuries on these high-profile games, goes to a whole other level because they're on the Internet a good 30 seconds later, always tagged with, don't watch this. Well, what are people going to do? Click. Got to see what this one is. And for Alex Smith, uh, just a devastating injury. Uh, you saw the Redskins, they'd been already decimated by injuries, uh, and now you, you lose your quarterback that you made the big deal to bring in. Best wishes to him, and of course now Mark Sanchez coming in, and he's going to make his Redskins debut yeah, on the well, sixth they, anniversary of the butt fumble. It's what like, what's like, going on with history in Washington? It's very strange. They had what, like six like guys come it, in for, for like looksies? No, it's, it's good. Because now we get to bring back all, you know, the here in Los Angeles, they always celebrated White Pants Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, we are celebrating another score. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio. I don't know we'll ever catch our breath after this game tonight. Rams over the Chiefs. 54-51, first time in NFL history. Two teams scored over 50 points in the same game. And remember, it took the Bills 10 weeks just to get to 100 points themselves. No, it's true. Ten it, weeks. You know, this is bringing back memories of a nine, uh, 2000 game between Northwestern and Michigan, a 54-51. Barn burner, Zach Gustav, really? Drew Henson, really? Really? Damian Anderson. Was that the game Anthony Thomas fumbled? Uh, Anthony on a, Thomas, yeah. Running for a first down that yeah, would have won, yeah. won the game, yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, David Terrell in that game. I mean, all sorts of luminaries. Hey, nobody has wide receivers who may or may not make it in the NFL more consistently than Michigan. Drafted by the Bears. Uh, but this game, the incredible amount of entertainment goes absolutely unmatched. And, you know, we talked about this a few minutes ago, and already Saints fans and fans are just on Twitter going, because that's exactly what they're saying. Look, this game, you know, I said, hey, if the NFL's got any guts, you know, they cancel the season, give the Rams a Super Bowl, because we're never going to get a game better than this. And so many people are going, oh, what about the Saints? Heard of the Saints? The Saints are better. That's not my point. My point is, you're never going to top this game. No, no, no. But that's, we're going to play the, the rest of this the, season. The Saints you are, are not going to top this game. Right. The Saints are playing tre- tremendous football, but they're bludgeoning teams. Yeah, they're winning. Right? They're, they're winning every. They're, they're, what was more fun than this game? Right. This if you're a Saints was, oh, fan, yesterday's insane. game was fun, beating the hell out of the Eagles. I get it. But for the rest of the football watching world, other than their fantasy implications and going to the betting window to cash their ticket early and saying, look, it's done. Give me my money. This There was not a whole lot of, of compelling content there. Yes, they're great. Move on. Go find another game to watch because this one's no longer competitive. This comes down to the final minute and still a chess match of and how you're playing 54, it out. 54-51. And you got each quarterback throwing over 400 yards and maybe the craziest stat of the night. Todd Gurley was worth nine fantasy points. That's it. 94 total yards on the night. Nine you had, fantasy you points. You had nine players finish with a <laughs> run or a catch of at least 20 yards in this game. At uh, least one each. We will bring you all the luminaries as they speak after this game. Sean McVay getting set, hit the podium. We will hear what he had to say following this incredible display of football that lived up to the hype and surpassed it. And never forget, the reason we had this game is because of our show. It's true. 
if our show doesn't interview Eric Dickerson, who outs I got Jeff, him really mad. Who outs Jeff Fisher is treating yeah. him badly and wouldn't give him tickets at Disneyland and banned him from the Rams sidelines. Jeff Fisher is not fired. Sean McVay does not get this job, and the Rams aren't here. We should get a Super Bowl ring when the Rams win this no, year. No, I think so. We should get it. If, if they win, I want one. Because if Jeff Fisher is the coach of this game, this final score is Chiefs 38, Rams 13, and you're like, ah, the Chiefs keep rolling a Monday night game in Los Angeles. Look, the NFL is back in L.A. and how fun it is, and hopefully the Rams can get things going soon, and that would be nice. And Now suddenly now the Rams are a juggernaut. No, let's, we call, did this. let's call it what it is, though. Jeff Fisher wouldn't have gotten any more than uh, – he would have gotten one more year. He would have been ousted after last week. But they Jared, wouldn't have had Sean McVay. They would have never they worked. Have they Sean wouldn't have had McVay. They'd, 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 they'd have hired Todd Bowles. Yep. And, and, you know, the Jets would have Sean McVay, and we'd be ready for the Super Bowl. Alternate universes. I'm sorry, no. Can we do this you like in the Flash on the WB where we uh, get you into an alternate universe whereby McVay is the coach of the Jets? No, they would say, oh, we have two big choices. We like Sean McVay. We like Hugh Jackson. Let's go with Hugh. We think he can come and win games for us. Hugh Jackson, none, none of anything that went on in Cleveland was his fault. We are the ones. We are the ones who caused this to happen. So just realize I'm feeling that. pretty good about it. Yeah, Smith you guys Harden can uh, borrow my ring when they win. Yeah. Oh. I'll let you borrow it. When the Chargers beat the Rams in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, Got either it. way, it's a win for us, right? Okay, Uh, sure. Yeah, it's a loss. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. Hey, I'll take. if it's a loser ring, I'll take a loser ring. Of course you, know, you will. You're yeah. used to that. I'll take a Oh, wow. Too soon. You know what? You're lucky this game is tonight because tomorrow night's going to be all about you losing to the Broncos. That'll Nobody wants to hear that. Who wants tomorrow. to hear that? It, it, all well, about you losing to the Broncos. But they dominated. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand we're prisoner of the moment. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. But if you look back in the pantheon of great regular season games, and we've had great ones. We had a great one that the Packers come back this year was great. Chiefs Patriots was great. This game was on an entirely different level. This is a potential Super Bowl preview of two teams playing at the highest possible level they can. You had 9 and 1 versus 9 and 1. And not only did this meet expectations, it exceeded them. The only game in NFL history, two teams score 50 points. Up and down the field, so many big plays we're not even going to get to a third of them by the time the show ends tonight. There's been no bigger and better regular season NFL game that I can remember than this tonight. The only one that matches, and I I go back to this because that's how I go back. What do I remember? What vividly stands out to me as being big? Because, you know, look, hey, you know, Chiefs and Pats meeting, yeah, that's fun. That's great. You know, when it's it's the, the Packers, yeah, no, that's fun. That's all good stuff. But I'll go back to the other game that's kind of significant, 1994. Now, I'm going back 24 years now to find a game that didn't even match up to this. Going but back going to week into 11 the hype, of, of that year, yeah. Going into the hype, that was it. This is in the mid-'90s when the Cowboys and the 49ers were the best teams in football, and whoever won the NFC was winning the Super Bowl. And these two teams, because of the way the schedule worked, when the NFC East played the NFC West, they played Week 11 in 1994. Both teams were 8-2. and two. And the hype going into this game was incredible. I worked at ESPN. That's when I was a production assistant at ESPN. And I remember for primetime, they gave this game five minutes. Five minutes. And usually if you had a really good primetime game, you got three minutes. 
It's like if you had a big game, all right, they'll give you three minutes. Some of the early games were like a minute, minute and a half. You know, all right, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna take uh, uh, thirty seconds away from Jags Jets and give it to you because you had this big barn burner between the Falcons and the Saints, whatever it was. But this game was five minutes because Chris Berman wanted the first thirty seconds of the highlight to be ISO shots of all the star players warming up. Here's Troy Aikman warming up, and here's Emmett Smith warming up. Michael Irvin is warming up. Steve Young is warming up. Jerry Rice is warming up. And I'm like, really, we need 30 seconds? I know these guys are playing in the game. I remember saying that. That was not a popular take in the screening room. But I was like, why do we have to take 30 seconds to show the I, the game's over? People, why do we have to say? What we have to show? Oh, good. Michael Irvin's at the game. Good, he's playing. All right, great. Oh, because I thought maybe he'd miss the game. I mean, really had to do that. And it was like, no, no, no. We got to build. We got to build the drama. Build the drama. It's had a five-minute highlight for that game. And you know what? It was a good game. It was twenty-one fourteen, and that's a good game. This is fifty-four fifty-one. This is lead changes every few seconds. This is often selling everything that the National Football League has to offer. This is everything you'd want in a game. It had controversy. We had bad officiating calls. We had calls that should have gone the other way. We had the Rams nearly outthinking themselves right. at the end of this game that could have potentially ruined the end of this for them, which we'll get to coming up in a couple of minutes. You had so many things, and you had 54-51. You had Patrick Mahomes throw for 500 yards, and he turned the ball over every other possession. Well, that's just it. They finished with 13 penalties, five turnovers. They still score 51 points. They give up two defensive touchdowns to the Rams and keep battling through. And even after the Johnny Hecker 68-yard punt, which was the thing of beauty, and he was down the field thrusting his fist in the air, they, they still had a shot. They were still starting to move the ball once again. And for and even NFL fans that don't have any dog in the fight, be it fantasy, gambling, whatever. You were entertained pillar to post, right? We've had buildup of other games, right? Uh, one of the things that comes to mind was how was Brett Favre going to perform after the death of his dad on that Monday night game? Mm-hmm. But it that didn't have a this, lot of drama. No, right, but, but it's one guy. Yeah, him. and yeah. they beat the hell out of him. He was over 300 with four touchdowns in the first half, and away you go. But just the idea of you have a, a storyline to build up to a game, and each city has, has these big seminal moments maybe once every three or four years if you're lucky you've got a competitive team that maybe there's that one game that you're deciding this has to be the one that puts us over or this is the one that's going to bury us right i think the writers in dallas have played that game for about a month now Mm -hmm. this is the game that's going to kill jason garrett (laughs) and then he wins again he goes out and wins again that's most of the nfl stinks that's why no but i but i think that's what you have though is that the local media gets it, but this is a game that all national media was on. It trumped anything else that was going on in the sporting world. Hell, I mean, you had the Kevin Durant video you and I saw before we came on air as we were watching this game. It's like, wow, he went after a fan. He dropped a bunch of F-bombs and started to aggressively go to the baseline. Yeah, I don't know that that's even going to make it. And then the game got better, and the game got more, just got crazier. As you went through, we talked about the officials. Well, they're part of the game. A couple of missed calls, a couple of bad calls, 20-plus penalties, a lot of yardage and penalties doled out here. You've got defensive touchdowns, and you've got heroics from both quarterbacks living up to to their billing in prime time. Andy Reid, Sean McVay putting some masterwork together with some of the play design that you're trying to figure out how you're going to be able to emulate it on your latest video game run.
So, I mean, this thing had everything to close out week 11, and now you thrust forward hoping that if, if you get the opportunity that we, we see this again in Atlanta when it's if you're not a fan or invested in your particular team that has a shot, just if for the NFL sake, this is what you want to see in Atlanta. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So the funny thing about this game is obviously being moved to Los Angeles. It was supposed to be in Mexico, but the horrendous field in Mexico because of recent soccer matches and a Shakira concert left it in unplayable conditions, so they moved it back to the United States and into Los Angeles. We would not have had this game in Mexico, not with a crappy-ass field like they had, and still the NFL decided today we're going to go back to Mexico next year. We're going to go back there for a game even though they blew it and this field was in such bad shape. Why is that possibly happening? I'll tell you two reasons. Number one, the NFL and certain leagues can't ever be seen as going back. And expansion and playing in different countries is seen as moving forward. Not playing games in other countries is seen as contraction. So if you're not playing in Mexico, it's a bad optic for the NFL. They used to play in Mexico, even though they had a great excuse, hey, we can't trust our game to be played just anywhere. We're going to look to expand someplace else. They still decide we're going to Mexico. The other part of it is this. I guarantee you NFL executives thinking about this game right here, in the backs of their minds, they're all thinking, if we had had this game in Mexico, we'd be expanding to Mexico next year. Well, just expanding to Mexico, the, the excitement level, what we saw this game, people would go crazy. All the points they've seen, expansions coming to the NFL. It's coming soon. It's coming next season. We're in Mexico. Well, and to put it in perspective, just put a number on it, uh, a report released because of the disappointment of the game being moved uh, from Mexico was that the 2016 game between the Raiders and Texans generated an estimated $45 million, a $45 million impact on the local economy. When you start talking about that real dollars, and look, we talked about it a little bit earlier tonight, there's $15 million of insurance policy that gets paid back out uh, because of the field being unplayable. But you put it in perspective, when you could put that kind of number to it, with those zeros and that largesse, uh, and uh, those many, many satchels of cash, then it starts to to look a little different and informs what the decision-making process is. Sure, uh, there, are, there are some warts in it, and, and people are always trying to, to look for the bad guy. In this particular case, you had an unplayable field by whatever measure, right? And the players started to flex their muscle. We've talked about that quite a bit uh, on the show since that decision was announced of, Players finally banding together, much like the NBA players did with Donald Sterling in that situation a couple of years ago, saying, we're not going there. And so now that comes into the next CBA as well, I I would guess, as the players start to negotiate things of, all right, how much travel, right? Travel caps and countries and approved countries Mm -hmm. and and everything else. you got a whole other discussion point that flows, but... When it's all said and done, it's all about how the how the money flows and and whether the pie gets bigger and who gets uh, their fair share cut. As we talk about Thanksgiving and pies, look at you doing follow the money, follow the money. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.